the Aston Martin might have done the birthday special episode, but the true birthday special car launch was done by McLaren. Let me explain. A warm welcome to all the listeners of Dragon Down First Podcast. Now, some time ago, we had the launch of McLaren MCL36. It was scheduled for 7pm UK time on 11th February 2022. My birthday falls on 12th Feb. So, due to India being 5.5 hours ahead, the launch happened on 12th Feb at 12.30am. That means 30 minutes into my birthday. That's why it was a birthday special car launch. And not going to lie, I'm, I'm really thankful to McLaren for this. With that time zone thing aside, it's just that I am going to be busy between 20th to 25th Feb uh, quite a bit, so the, which is like literally the best time for and the best launches are going to happen near that time period because we have on 17th we have Ferrari's launch, uh, on 18th we have Mercedes, and then 20, 21 we have I think Alpine. Yes, 21 is Alpine. So, a lot of launches are happening in that time, especially when you think that 23rd to 25th, the three days, are actually going to be the testing season as well. Now, we are going to go over the car, obviously, like we do every time, from front to back, and um, let's just start with the front spoiler or the front wing. Now, um, front wing is nothing really special especially if you've seen the amr 2022 sorry amr 22 sorry yeah always destroy that name for some reason you know uh, but the thing is they uh, if you have seen the aston martin amr 22 episode uh, and if you've seen the launch as well you would notice uh, when you look at the mcl 36 that the four front wing elements are placed on positions uh, exactly the same way the, the positioning and the placement is exactly almost exactly the same uh, even the adjusters where you adjust the angle of attack of the front wing even they are placed on roughly the same spot so there's nothing special there now the nose is slightly different but you know it, it kind of overlaps or you can kind of say merges into the second element of the front wing kind of like basically the same effect it's going to generate the same aerodynamic effect as the amr 2022 sorry amr22 what am i doing <laughs> sorry about that um so let's move on okay basically let, let's move on to the front suspension now mclaren has made a radical move in terms of the front suspension i'm going to tell you this before you actually know this some of you might actually think that they have lost their mind but it's not like that the mcl 36 has a pull rod suspension in the front and a push rod in the back for some reason now it's it's not that um, it, like, this is not used in like it's it's not that the pull rod is not used in the front but it really feels like they have like, they have flipped it because you know like the the the, the pull rod is mainly used in the back it's not used in the front now, okay, like there must be some cars who are, which are using 
this sort of a pull rod suspension in the front but nobody uses a push rod in the back it really puts a lot of pressure on the gearbox so i don't know what they're doing okay so we're going to talk about the rear suspension later but we are going to talk about the front one first basically my explanation would be that the front suspension is placed in that way uh, basically the pull rod is used instead of the push rod to avoid any aerodynamic disturbance in front of the air intake because right behind the suspension they have the air intake for the radiators in the side parts so i i would think that you know that they have done this pull rod suspension in the front for basically aerodynamic stability situation they have they favored the aerodynamic stability rather than the suspension stability or i don't know how the drivers are going to react to this because we are yet to see the testing but again it's it's fun now um we're going to go further back if we look backwards from there before the side parts after the suspension you're actually going to see the barge boards in the middle they are basically protruding boards the hence barge boards they're boards that are barging outwards from the side parts basically now they are very reminiscent of how the original ones appeared in 1993 i wasn't born back then it was 20 years before i was born so i don't know i've only seen pictures don't ask me how they behaved i've only seen pictures now <laughs> now um, moving on from that uh, let's go forward basically what what i think the barge boards are used for and in this situation is that they are supposed to actually separate the tire weight from the underfloor i'm guessing and if it is that if you're using it for that you probably should have made them slightly longer but i'm who am i to complain they they i'm not building the car okay so they might have gone up into some issues or i might have just reviewed one of their upgrade plans and if that is so i'm really really sorry <laughs> now uh, let's move on further the real difference between the both the cars basically the AMR 22 and the MCL 36 thank god i said it right the main difference is basically in the side parts the way the side parts are going to be shaped and it is amazing to be honest how mclaren's design in my book is one of the best i've seen yet you might have noticed that i was slightly like you know on the criticism and like bad mouthing side when i was discussing the car but it's not like like that at all okay the side parts this these ones are very similar to how we had them until now instead of like the aston martin you know they made the big mistake that they they have huge side parts that continue all the way to the back mclaren actually tethers uh, like actually tapers them down quite a bit and very nicely actually very very um, uh, very seamlessly they're tapered very nicely and very seamlessly i i really like them and they're very reminiscent of how they were until then uh, until now like 2020 2021 the cars we've had the same kind of side parts that blend into the engine cover as we approach the rear which is really nice you know i that is how i thought they should have made the side parts 
Yes, the side parts, air intakes and the radiators inside, the engine inside, there have been a lot of changes there because obviously you're introducing a synthetic fuel. I think they're uh, racing on ethanol or something. Uh, but the thing is that there's going to be a drop of 20 horsepower and the, the reports as far as I can see uh, said that the minimum weight of the cars that in 2021 was 750 kilograms is now going to be raised to 792 kilograms and even after that i don't see why you should change something like the side part something so basic in f1 design so radically haas has done that amr 22 aston martin has done that so i don't know why they've done that i don't see the point mclaren is actually basically how i would have designed it but again, I'm not the designer, I did not make the car, so I should not actually badmouth it in that, badmouth the others in this. Now, um, basically the main difference is that the AMR 2020, uh, the AMR 22, god it, the AMR 22 did that uh, to actually force the air to move through the underfloor, basically the gap between the floor of the car and the side part, there's a little bit of gap. It wants the it's shaped to force that air either into the air air intake or under the entire side part producing downforce. Now basically the McLaren design is very much similar as I said, very reminiscent of what we had until now, where it just lets the air flow around. It's not rocket science, dude. <laughs> like it's just so easy. they McLaren makes it look easy actually, to be very honest with you. McLaren MCL 36 might be my favorite car, closely followed by AMR 2022. I was about to say 2022, thank god I didn't. Um, now, there is obviously, with every car, there was this one problem, there was this one catch. Now, if you're active on Twitter, then you would have seen from WTF1, Matt, their sort of like their main dude in WTF1, has actually... Uh, commented on Twitter about this that Aston Martin's car actually is very high and from the front it's very high from the front like you you generally design those cars low and when Sebastian Vettel was running the car it was actually quite high and a lot of people including Matt thought this was weird with the Haas they had the photoshopped front suspension and yeah like as far as i can see it is okay like i i was expecting some sort of thing that mclaren would try to hide in their car there's always this one aspect that every team would like to hide before testing because they don't want to give away their entire design now mclaren has very very well exceeded my expectations because Instead of hiding some part of it, they hid the entire rear of the car. <laughs> Anything under the uh, rear wing, okay, there, that includes the diffuser, that includes the exhaust, that includes the B-wing, uh, around the exhaust, everything is hidden. You can't see anything. The viewing angles for the, for the people who are, uh, who are watching live and for us, who have actually access to the, the images from their Twitter. Everybody has mentioned this, has if not mentioned, then at least they've noticed this. 
that the rear of the car is hardly visible every time. But moving on from that, let's talk about the engine covers. Now, uh, there's this interesting thing that is also connected to the side parts. The AMR 2022, if you look at the AMR 22, you will actually find that on top of the side parts, they have like insane number of vents. I didn't even count, there are so many vents. And those vents are to dissipate heat. Now, McLaren has actually decided they're going to dissipate heat from the back. That makes their engine cover and it's, exp uh, and it's very, very, very widely visible from the top view that their engine cover is longer and it's a lot wider because they want to carry all that hot air that needs to be channeled through the back and that is why basically it was done. Now, talking about what I think should have been improved and we don't have a confirmation if it is improved is the fact that this car, uh, the MCL35, the previous year, they struggled on low speed corners. Basically, the, the corners where you have to go really slow. Um, even though Lando Norris got a very hard-earned um, Monaco podium, which I would highly congratulate him for, again, it was that thing that I um, kind of think that, yes, sure, it was a great achievement, but I, I'm, I'm damn sure he would have noticed it too, But because the car was phenomenal. On high-speed corners, the car was great in straight-line braking, but the car kind of sucked when it came to low-speed corners. So, to fix that kind of, they could have made that polarized change in the front to fix that. Uh, but whatever. Like, um, basically in the back, they have used the, uh, the suspension in the back is for um, I don't even know, you know, probably it is for the same thing, the suspension in the front, the pull rods, actually are going to help quite a lot, not gonna lie. The thing is that apart from that, um, the rear suspensions, I I don't know, it's, it's a quite unpredictable sort of combination with the opposing style suspensions for each, like you don't really have pull rods in the front and push rods in the back. I've never seen that happen before. It might make it faster on slow speed corners, but it can actually make it bumpy from the back. If you actually get the rear cars on the curbs, the ride might get a little bumpy, not going to lie. But again, who am I to judge? Um, so with that, I'm going to end the video. Sorry, not the video. I'm going to end the episode here. Um, and yeah like i'm gonna combine most likely i'm gonna combine the ferrari and mercedes launch into one so that is going to be a long form episode probably but apart from that i'm gonna say that this is this has been great uh, you guys are always great and making content for you is always a pleasure sayonara rate me five stars